On today's show, the Dallas Stars are back in action after Saturday night's embarrassing loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And today we'll take a look at the Chicago Blackhawks and talk about a couple players to keep an eye on because they may be wearing victory green by the time the trade deadline comes and goes. We'll talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Wednesday, February 22nd, and this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of Locked On. And visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube if you're new to the show. You can also follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And the team is back. The Stars have not played since Saturday night. They're finally back in action. A late uh, primetime, if you if you want to call it that, national TV game uh, on TNT at home against a divisional opponent in the Chicago Blackhawks. And, of course, this game, not too many big storylines going into it because, as we all know, the Blackhawks are one of the worst teams in the NHL. They're tanking, rebuilding, looking forward at the possibility of drafting a Connor Bedard or another excellent player likely in the top five of this year's draft. However, there are still some interesting things to look at with this game because there are a few players on this Blackhawks roster that could potentially be new Dallas stars at some point over the next nine or ten days with the NHL trade deadline rapidly, rapidly approaching we've talked at length about Patrick Kane he's technically still on the table uh, recording this on Tuesday afternoon just before two o'clock so haven't seen any updates on Patrick Kane just yet he's technically still an option I know that there's people out there who are interested in his services for the stars I don't necessarily fall under that umbrella but if you think that he'd be great don't let me convince you otherwise you believe what you want to, and I'll believe what I want to, but Patrick Kane still could be coming. I have a whole episode dedicated to that. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. You can find it. Uh, I believe it was just a week or two ago we talked about Patrick Kane, but there's other teams out there that are probably interested in his services, Vegas, Minnesota, Edmonton, several teams, even in the Eastern Conference. But there are some other players on the Chicago roster that I think could be good acquisitions for the stars at the trade deadline. One of these guys is someone that I've brought up here and there, Max Domi. I don't think I've really dedicated a full segment or part of an episode to talking about him, but he has come up throughout the, you know, the past month or so as trade talks have started to 
escalate and become even bigger. And Max Domi seems like an ideal player to be pursued by Jim Nill and the Stars because he checks a lot of boxes for this team at the trade deadline. For starters, he's incredibly cheap compared to a ton of other players that are out there, your Patrick Canes and your Timo Myers of the world. Max Domi clocks in at a $3 million cap hit, so the Stars still not doing fantastic on cap space, uh, just around, just under $2 million, but $3 million is certainly something that they could work with. They could you know, move a few players off the roster, and they could definitely find a way to make room for Max Domi in the lineup if they needed to. Domi still has a lot to offer. He's been around the league for a while. He's a veteran, but he's also only 27 years old. So he's straddling that fine line of still having plenty left to offer as a player, but also ha has been around the league for a little bit and has seen a thing or two. So he wouldn't be, you know, fresh meat coming into this locker room. Uh, a guy who probably has some form of established relationships with a few players on the stars, given how long he's been in the league and how long some of Dallas's players have also been in the league. We know Max Domi can also be a pretty decent scorer. He's near the top of the Blackhawks in points, 42. 15 of those are goals this season. He plays with a little bit of an edge. He's not afraid to get his hands dirty. He's racked up quite a few penalty minutes this season. Not the biggest guy out there on the ice by a physical standpoint, but definitely isn't afraid to puff up his chest and get in the face of opposing players. So he plays with a little bit of fire, which is always something nice to have. And, and we talked about this yesterday with uh, you know the potential line shuffling we could see with the Stars. Max Domi is a beast in the face-off circle. He wins, he's won 54.8% of his face-offs with over 700 attempts. So he's a guy who, like I said, checks a lot of boxes for this team, does a lot of things really well. Not a superstar player, but a guy that you could slot in somewhere in the middle six and probably get some pretty good production for not a ton of money. And the Stars could maybe choose to re-sign him in the offseason if they want to, but he could also be a rental for only $3 million, and he could really likely elevate the play of himself and some of the players around him if he's able to join a better put-together team like the Dallas Stars. Even whenever he was picked up by Chicago in the offseason, I think a lot of people speculated that this was going to be a guy that would be a trade piece at the deadline, a guy who didn't really have a long-term future with the Blackhawks because of where he's at in his career. Again, a veteran guy who probably wants to go play for a contender or at least a team who's going to consistently be in the postseason, and the Blackhawks are probably still two or three years away from getting back to being true playoff threats. So I don't think he necessarily wants to stick around in Chicago for much longer, and I can't imagine Chicago wants to hold on to a player like Max Domi when they could be investing their money into younger players who have more upside in terms of how long they'll still be in the NHL. So it kind of just seems like a perfect storm that Max Domi could be on the move, and I personally think that he would be a great fit for the Dallas Stars, and Dallas might not have to give up too much in return. Of course, if they go out and trade for Patrick Kane, they, the, the Blackhawks could be asking for some ridiculous returns whether that be Maverick Bork, Logan Stankoven. Uh, I know the Stars don't have a first-round draft pick, but they could be looking to, to take that second-round pick for the Stars, leaving them without really any draft capital in the 2023 draft. But if you trade a guy like Max Domi, 
I don't think if you're Chicago that you can ask for quite as much. You might could still ask for some prospects, but at that point you're asking for some, you know, B to B minus level prospects, maybe an NHL player on the roster like a Dennis Gurionov. I don't know if Chicago would be interested in a player like Gurionov. We'll talk about that a little bit later when we talk about a different player on Chicago's roster. But I don't think the Stars would have to sell too much or give away too much if they go after a player like Max Domi. But, you know, they, they give Chicago something that they probably need. And they also, in return, get a pretty good player who, you know, 15 goals, 42 points might not be mind-blowing numbers. But you have to take into account that he's playing with the Chicago Blackhawks. And while he's played some of the season alongside Patrick Kane, we know that Kane has been a little bit inconsistent. His play seems to be elevating a little bit as of late. But if we're being honest, Domi has not been surrounded by the cream of the crop talent in the NHL, whereas he joins a team like the Stars, and he could be playing alongside guys like Tyler Sagan, maybe Jamie Benn, Wyatt Johnston. There's certainly better options, I think, for Domi to be paired with if he joins Dallas where he could take those 15 goals and 42 points, which again is some of the best on the entire Blackhawks roster. And then he slots in nicely where he doesn't have to come in and be the guy, but he can still find ways to contribute and be an effective player on a roster that already has scoring leadership uh, in the top line in Jamie Benn, uh, Miro Haskinen on the defensive side. I think that he could slot in perfectly with this lineup and with this roster. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about another player on the Chicago Blackhawks who could potentially be moved at the deadline, a player that I don't necessarily think the Stars should look into. And we'll talk about all of that right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and the Locked On Stars podcast. Thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. Leave a five-star rating. Drop a like. Drop a comment if you want to support the show. Thank you guys for tuning in today as we get prepared for tonight's matchup. The Blackhawks coming into town for a date with the Stars. And while the game itself might not be the most intriguing, there are some storylines to follow in terms of potential trades. And we just talked about Max Domi, a guy that I personally would love to see the Stars pursue at the deadline. And there's another guy who I really haven't seen a lot circulating, at least on social media, online. But I do think that there's a possibility this player could be moved somewhere here in the next few days just because he's in a similar situation as Max Domi with his contract in terms of how much money he's making and his contract ending at the end of the season. I'm, of course, talking about NHL journeyman Andreas Athanasiu, who, again, could very well be on the move at the deadline. Whether that would be to Dallas or not is still to be determined. But Athanasiu, again, 
Similar situation as Max Domi, a $3 million cap hit and will be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the 22-23 season. But Athanasiu, if you look at it, it is a guy that while he's financially and contractually in a same situation as Max Domi, I don't think he has quite as much to offer uh, a team like the Dallas Stars. Uh, if you look at kind of his scouting report uh, of what he brings to the table, he's a player who can skate with just about anybody. He has some really good speed, but he has trouble scoring the puck consistently. And, and if you're a Dallas Stars fan, you're sitting here and you're saying, wait, I, that sounds familiar. You're describing somebody I know, and then you're racking your brain and you say, oh, that's Denis Gurionov. That's someone that the Stars already have on their team, a guy who can skate like Connor McDavid, but can't shoot like him, can't score goals like him, at least at this point that we've seen in the past that Gurionov was once a dangerous scorer and a dangerous option for this Stars team. And Athanasiu also falls under that category. At one point, he scored 30 goals in a season back in 2018-2019 when he was a member of the Detroit Red Wings. But his next best scoring season had him scoring 18 goals, which isn't a bad number. But 30 it is great. You, you take 30 goals from just about anybody in this league who isn't a superstar, which Athanasiu has never really been a superstar player. But, I mean, it, I mean, I, that would almost be like Denis Gurionov, for example, getting 30 goals. Or if Mason Marchment was getting 30 goals, you would 100% take that. You would take that all day long, every single season. But we just haven't seen that again. That was earlier on in Andreas Athanasiu's career. But again, he just has not been able to find that scoring mojo since then. And he's been around. He's played for Detroit. He played for Edmonton for a small handful of games after being traded. Uh, he's played in Los Angeles. And now he's in Chicago. And again, this is another player who I think maybe was picked up in hopes that he could produce at a high level and maybe be a trade piece for the Blackhawks as they look to add more draft capital and or more prospects to their organization. But now at this point, you're really asking for teams to trade based on upside, which I think is something that you could also argue with Denis Gurionov. And Athanasiu also probably wants to be on a contending team, similar to Max Domi. He's 28 years old, has been around the league for quite some time. But I think, you know, you look at his lack of production. I think he only has 12 goals this season, which again on the Chicago Blackhawks isn't terrible, but he's not putting up those big time numbers like Max Domi is, despite being surrounded by less than ideal talent. But also Max Domi has a little bit better playoff experience. He's done a little bit more in the playoffs where Andreas Athanasiu doesn't have as much experience and hasn't done as much in his small sample size, only 15 playoff games played with two points recorded. And so I think this is kind of a tale of two halves of two relatively big name players at the deadline. Again, Domi, Athanasiu, not superstar names, not groundbreaking players, but guys that certainly could be on the move and could maybe make certain teams better. I think that you look at one side and Max Domi is a player you want to see the stars go after. And Andreas Athanasiu, while I do, do think he has upside and I think he could make some team, some organization very happy, I think the Stars need to avoid a player like Andreas Athanasiu and not trade based on upside or trade based on potential, trade based on results. Max Domi is getting results. He's a guy that you pick up and he's going to score goals. He's going to get points because we're seeing him do it again with if he's if it's not Patrick Kane he's not necessarily playing with you know guys that you're paying money to get tickets to an NHL game for 
But if you put him on a Dallas Stars team, he's playing with better talent. And I think he elevates his game as well as elevating the game of those around him. And that's the kind of player you want to pursue. Could Andreas Athanasiu get traded and, and elevate his game and get that change of scenery and finally find the organization that he fits in best? Absolutely. And maybe that'll happen. Uh, it might not happen in Dallas. It could happen somewhere else. And if that happens for him, good for him. I'd be happy for him. But I think Max Domi, or at least a player like him, is someone that you want to take a bigger swing on. I think that there's too much risk involved with Andreas Athanasiu. And it's not just him. There's other players out there like that that sh have shown those flashes. They have one or two qualities that you really like, but everything else is a question mark. And so these are the two big players that I'll be keeping an eye on in this game on Wednesday night. It should be interesting from that perspective. Outside of watching the Stars, trying to pick up two points, trying to be effective on special teams, I'm interested to see how these players play. And of course, I'll be keeping an eye on Patrick Kane as well to see if his performance from Sunday night was just a flash in the pan or if he's really starting to take form of the Patrick Kane that we know that he once was. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll actually focus on tonight's game and give you a little bit of insight on this matchup and talk about why the stars should have a little bit of a mental advantage heading into this matchup more on that right after this all right everybody closing out a wednesday episode of locked on stars the team is back in action at the american airlines center tonight tnt game against the chicago blackhawks the Stars have not played since Saturday when they lost to the worst team in the league in the Columbus Blue Jackets. And the Chicago Blackhawks are in the exact opposite situation. They are coming off of night one of a back-to-back. -back. Again, I'm recording this in the afternoon on Tuesday. So while I'm doing this live recording, the, the score has not gone final. The Chicago Blackhawks are hosting the Vegas Golden Knights. By the time you're hearing this, that game has concluded. I imagine the Golden Knights win that game. And that would put them in the lead in the Western Conference. And then the Stars' next opponent is this Saturday night in Vegas against the Golden Knights. So could be a very interesting matchup between those two teams this weekend. But all that to say, the Blackhawks will be playing night two of a back-to-back -back with travel involved, whereas the Stars have had a little bit of time off to relax and breathe. But the Blackhawks have been playing pretty well over the past couple of games, at least before the Vegas game. There's a chance that maybe they come in with a loss. But if they win the Vegas game, they've now won three consecutive games against the Senators, the Maple Leafs, and depending on what happens on uh, Tuesday evening, the Vegas Golden Knights. And of course, Sunday night was kind of the climax of this brief stretch of Blackhawks success. Patrick Kane put on a vintage performance against Toronto, three goals and an assist. Uh, against a team that he was at one point rumored to be going to via trade until the Maple Leafs traded for a few players out of St. Louis, uh, like mainly Ryan O'Reilly. So maybe Patrick Kane airing some grievances saying, first, I didn't get to go to New York. Now I don't get to go to Toronto, so I must punish you. So I imagine things are maybe a little bit odd and chaotic in the Blackhawks organization right now with all of these trade rumors circulating around Patrick Kane. Could certainly be a distraction, especially maybe for some of the younger players on the roster who haven't really dealt with something like this before in an organization that, if we're being completely honest, is already kind of in some shambles uh, just based on the production on the ice and also several other off the ice issues as well, which is a different conversation for a different day. 
But if you look at the Dallas Stars, they're in a little bit of a different mental space and a mental space that I think is much better. Of course, we know what happened on Saturday night is an ugly game, ugly loss against a, a far inferior opponent embarrassing game but now they've had a little bit of time to reset and not just because they haven't been playing games but because of some of the things they've been taking part in so bear with me here but i think that the past few days for the stars have probably been mentally freeing for the team i know that the stars had their big casino night an event that they've done for the past several years that was on pause due to the pandemic but now that we're, we're past a lot of that the casino night was back uh, a night to connect with the fans, connect with the community. Uh, and based on the, the pictures and things I saw from social media, it looked like the players had a good time together. Uh, it seemed like a nice night to unwind. I believe that was Sunday evening. On Monday, we saw them have a public practice with a ton of Stars fans in attendance. Again, getting a chance to connect with the community and, and get, again, get reminded of how much this fan base and this community cares about this team and their success. And then on Tuesday, uh, they get to spend time with Max Hinojosa, a Make-A-Wish kid. I'm sure many of you saw on social media, the star is making the announcement. Max signed to a two-day contract with the team, getting to hang out with the guys on the ice in the locker room, fielding questions from the media, asking Pete DeBoer questions in his media availability as well. So just a lot of Good things going on for the Stars. A lot of fun things, relaxing things mixed in with them practicing and, of course, getting prepared to play these games. But they haven't really had to sit around and ponder on these losses. They've been able to participate in all of these activities and events, which hopefully haven't been too distracting. I can't imagine that they have been. because These guys are pros and they know that they need to get back out there and take care of business. But I think they'll be coming into this game a, a little bit mentally refreshed. And hopefully this these past few days have just allowed them to kind of hit the reset button and they can come out on the ice on Wednesday night and get ready to go and go pick up two big points at home against a, a Chicago Blackhawks team that certainly isn't good. But I mean, the first time we met up against them this season, the Blackhawks nearly came into the Stars building and won that game in blowout fashion if it weren't for the Stars. You know, that was kind of the one of the first big comebacks we saw them pull off this season. Huge, huge moment for the Stars at that juncture in the campaign. You can't allow that to happen again, though. You cannot allow this Blackhawks team to build a massive lead like that. You have to jump on top of them early, establish that lead, and take advantage of a team that has some good pieces, but overall is not as good as you are. Power play absolutely needs to take advantage. The Chicago penalty kill is bottom 10 in the league. Draw penalties get those opportunities, get shots on goal, and hopefully you can bury two or three power play goals and finally get headed back in the right direction just in time as this Western Conference race is heating up with the Vegas Golden Knights. The Winnipeg Jets just put on an excellent showing against the New York Rangers at MSG the other night. They're now riding right up on the Stars' heels and the Colorado Avalanche, despite missing Kale McCarr, who's in concussion protocol, also, not too far behind the Dallas Stars in terms of the lead in the Central Division. So two big points up for grabs tonight at the AAC. And I believe that our boys can get it done and bring home the win. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Hit the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. We are always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen or watch the show. Uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow as we'll be recapping this game, bringing you post-game audio from the Stars locker room and, of course, from Coach Pete DeBoer as well. 
Hope you guys enjoy your Wednesday. If you're going to the game, be sure to be loud to support the team uh, and cheer them on to victory. Always a great atmosphere at Stars Games, even if it is a little bit later at night. Just more the reason uh, to get rowdy and get loud to help hopefully get this team to two points and get them back to a regulation win. Hopefully a regulation win. Definitely don't need to see the Stars lose another overtime game. But I hope you guys enjoy your Wednesday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.